hello welcome back to lust for life um so i actually filmed this episode and i re re-listened to it and i just didn't love it like i liked certain bits and pieces but i felt like i didn't um portray the message that i really wanted to so i'm refilming it <laughs> but i am your host Aaliyah. if you're new here um my podcast currently is talking about the seven dimensions of wellness. We are on the fifth one, which is intellectual, and I am excited to be taking you on this journey towards a more balanced and fulfilling life. So today we are talking about intellectual wellness, which is often overlooked but crucial to our overall health and well-being. This intellectual dimension encompasses our mental and cognitive abilities, including our ability to think critically, learn, and solve problems. It involves engaging in mentally stimulating activities, such as reading, learning a new language, or playing chess. Now, you might be wondering, why is the intellectual dimension of wellness so important? And how does it affect my health and wellness? Well, the answer is simple. By engaging in intellectually stimulating activities, we can improve our cognitive function, boost our creativity, and enhance our overall quality of life. It is also, it can also help us better manage our stress and our anxiety or any other mental health problems. So if you're ready to deep dive into the intellectual dimension of wellness, and learn practical tips and strategies to incorporate them into your daily routine and stick around. I have a lot of exciting information to share with you guys in some upcoming episodes, and yeah. So what exactly is the intellectual dimension of wellness? It's about engaging in activities that stimulate our minds and expand our knowledge. This can include anything from learning a new skill to playing challenging games and problem solving. And this dimension is so important to our health and well-being because it keeps our brains sharp and functioning optimally. Lifelong learning and intellectual stimulation can help us better cope and manage with stress and improve our creativity and our problem-solving skills and enhance our overall quality of life. In addition to these benefits, the intellectual dimension of wellness is also crucial to our personal growth and development. By engaging in intellectually stimulating activities, we can broaden our perspectives, change our assumptions, and push ourselves to learn and grow in new exciting ways. Whether you're looking to pick up a new hobby or simply wanting to stay mentally sharp as you age, the intellectual dimension of wellness has something to offer to everyone. So let's embrace this dimension and continue to challenge ourselves to learn and grow throughout our lives. In addition to the general benefits of the intellectual stimulation, the intellectual dimension of wellness also has specific impacts on women's health. So this is so important to me as a woman um, because for many years, women were not given the same educational opportunities as men and were often discouraged from pursuing their intellectual interests. And this has resulted in a long-standing gender inequality in terms of access to education and opportunities for intellectual growth and development. 
However, things are slowly changing and it is more important than ever for women to prioritize their intellectual wellness. Not only because we haven't been able to in the past, but because we have the opportunity now and we have the we have so many resources such as the internet which is an incredible tool that is blessed with so much information that you are able to access on the daily from your cell phone to your laptop to a watch that you have that's like a smart watch we are completely surrounded by technology and have so much information open to us like at the excess of our fingertips um so engaging in intellectually stimulating activities can help women overcome the limitations imposed by societal norms and stereotypes to cultivate their knowledge and creativity. Studies have shown that intellectual stimulation is linked to better mental health outcomes in women, including a reduced risk of cognitive decline and dementia. By challenging our minds and learning new things, we can improve our cognitive function memory retention, and problem-solving skills. I want to take a moment real quick. Um, I don't know if anyone else has dealt with a family member having dementia, but I, my grandma passed away with it, and I truly never really understood what the... Um, what the mental health illness was until I went and visited my grandmother um, because she lives in another country and seeing the way that she interacted with my mom and seeing how her, her face of reality was completely different than what was right in front of her. She was stuck in the past and had no idea what was going around going on in the world around her and in a way completely I don't want to say she was lost but to the people around her they may have felt that she was not present like she was lost in her own mind battling day to day to just figure things out and the only other times that I've seen I guess I would say um, anything similar to that was in the movie, I'm gonna find it, I can't think of the name, but give me a second, okay, 50 First Dates, <laughs> um, I had to, like, pause and, like, find it, but yeah, that's the only other time, to be completely honest, that I really experienced, like, noticing, not even noticing, but seeing, um, anyone, take on the role of having their memory loss or not, I don't know, not being present in the moment or confused. Um, I don't know. That's just the first movie like that I, I can recall of in my 21 years of living. And I never really also saw it in anyone else around me, like in friends it was just in my family and on my mom's side. And so if anyone else has dealt with that, I understand the the struggles that you feel. And in a way, kind of the sadness 
um, that comes with that of having a family member who you communicate with who is not, who's not, like, there. And it sucks so much, but... (sighs) Next topic. (laughs) But some practical ways you can incorporate intellectual stimulation into our daily lives can be as simple as reading a book, listening to a podcast, or taking an online course. Engaging in discussions with others about topics that interest you can also stimulate your mind and encourage intellectual growth. Um, For me, because of my personal history experience, I have decided to prioritize my intellectual health as since I don't know if dementia runs in my family because my mom says that she doesn't remember anyone else having it, but knowing that my grandma did have it, it does play a huge role in my life because in a way, you never know, you could have generational, um, that's not the word, uh, <laughs> but you guys know what I mean, where a disease or illness is passed down through on your family. And, you know, becoming aware of them and, like, being able to prevent them, I feel like, is so important, especially if you know that it could possibly happen to you or it's in your family genes, your family lines, your family tree. Um, yeah, but prioritizing this intellectual dimension of wellness and committing to a lifelong learning It's crazy, and women can not only improve their cognitive health and well-being, but also contribute to breaking down the societal barriers that have limited women's intellect over the years. The impact of gender inequality on the intellectual ability and access to education can have long-lasting effects. (laughs) Long-lasting effects, okay, on individuals and communities. For women who have experienced this inequality, it can lead to generational trauma, which is the transition of trauma from one generation to the next. Women who are denied access to education or face discrimination in the workplace due to their gender may even have experienced feelings of inferiority or shame or a sense of not being good enough, and these feelings can be passed down to future generations and can affect their self-esteem or self-worth and overall mental health. However, this trauma can create barriers to pursuing intellectual stimulation and lifelong learning. Women who have experienced this discrimination may feel discouraged from pursuing intellectual interest or may feel like they don't belong in an academic or professional setting. And this can lead to so many missed opportunities for personal and professional growth, as well as a continued cycle of inequality. It's important to acknowledge the impact of past gender inequalities on women's intellectual development and to work towards creating a more inclusive and equitable society where all individuals, regardless of gender, have equal access to education and opportunities for personal growth. Understanding the impact of gender inequality on intellectual development is important for women because it can help us recognize the systematic barriers that have held women back from achieving their full intellectual potential. By acknowledging and addressing these barriers, we can create a more equal and inclusive society 
where women can thrive intellectually and contribute to the advancement of knowledge and ideas. I know a lot of a lot of society, I feel like, especially in the most recent years, has been kind of pushing people away from pursuing their education due to money, due to especially the, the the huge push I feel like that is seen most often um, is on social media and people saying you don't need college to become rich. You don't need college to become a millionaire or to be successful. And that is completely true. I agree with that 100%. But what those people don't tell you is it's all about your mindset. If you have a growth mindset, you can accomplish anything you want. But if your mindset is fixed and you still believe that you're going to be successful and be a millionaire, but you're not taking any steps to do that, like that is a huge problem. Um, And that is never really pushed in the way that it should when people are talking about, I don't know, I see it so much on Instagram and on YouTube like how to get rich and it's like oh you can do this this and that and this person's like sitting here being brainwashed by this video and they're like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be rich I'm gonna do that five days later they already forgot about that YouTube video or yeah they wrote it down but they're like you know what it's not really for me and that I feel like uh, I don't know after you graduate high school I feel like the role that people don't understand, and I actually listened to this from the wizard Liz on YouTube. She brought up a point about how schooling when you're a child up until you become a young adult puts you in a schedule. And when I say puts you in a schedule, I mean you are getting up early, okay, You're going from class to class, you're learning, you're taking notes, and then they teach you to have lunch and to have a break. At a young age, that's recess. As you get into high school, it's it's just your lunch. Um, And then after, you go back to learning or writing notes. And then they also give you electives where you get to pick your hobbies and pick a class that you get to learn about something that you want to learn about. Now, the problem is when you graduate and if you are not pursuing an education um, or even if you are pursuing an education, that schedule is now gone. You are not forced to wake up every day early to go to school. You are not forced to eat lunch. And a lot of people, I feel like, fall out of that or become extremely stressed out and it's hard to find balance in our lives. And that's why it's so important to create a schedule in your life to not only prioritize your goals, but to prioritize your hobbies and your intellect. It can be as simple as meditating like that's mental health right there or 
if there's a goal that you had when you were 12 and you really wanted to do it and then you completely forgot about it and you weren't reminded up until it until you were in later age and then you're like dang why have I not done that that's why it's so important to create a schedule that allows you to have time to be creative and to educate yourself instead of just sitting in society and watching time pass and scrolling on the internet and becoming lost and then doing exactly what social media wants you to do and start belittling yourself and comparing yourself and that is not what we are meant to do on this planet i hate to break it to you but that is not what evolution has gotten to or what it was supposed to or what our souls are meant to do um i feel like there's so much confusion and just a misskewed interpretation that is being pushed in society of what is quote-unquote normal um I hate to bring this back up, but I remember the word that I was trying to say. Um, hereditary diseases or illnesses. Anyways, <laughs> now that we have explored the importance of intellectual dimension of wellness and how it specifically impacts women's health, let's talk about how to incorporate it into our daily lives. Here are some practical tips and strategies to get started. The first one I have is read more. Reading is a great way to engage your minds and learn something new. Whether it's a book or a magazine or an article online, making time for reading each day is so beautiful and can be so empowering. The second that I have is take a class. Sign up for a course at a local community college or online or join the club. Like There are people out here who have clubs for different things if you're interested in um for me i like plants so i i joined a plant club <laughs> there's also clubs about sustainability if you're interested in that or the environment if you are on the political side you can join a political club you can join a yoga club literally anything that you're interested in if you like music there's clubs for certain music if you like surfing, there's surfing clubs. If you like skating, there's skating clubs. Like, there's so many ways to meet people who are on the same page as you and also enjoy something like how you do it. Um, not how you do it, but like how you enjoy it. Um, the third thing I have is try a new hobby. Picking up a new hobby that challenges you mentally, such as learning a musical instrument, or a new language. This will help you keep your mind engaged and stimulated. As you guys know, I recommend Duolingo, and I think that everyone should try it because it's awesome. Duolingo, please sponsor me, but <laughs> um, it's great, and it's mentally stimulating, and it makes me feel empowered when I am able to p communicate with someone in another language and not feel challenged. I still feel challenged, that's wrong, but I don't know, it makes me feel good. Um, playing, br uh, playing brain games, um, engaging in activities that challenge your cognitive abilities, such as crossword puzzles or Sudoku. Um, these games can help improve your memory and concentration. 
I also have for number five, meditation. Practicing meditation can help calm your mind and increase focus, leading to better cognitive function and mental clarity. By incorporating these practices into your daily routines, you can experience a range of benefits, such as improved memory and concentration, increased creativity, and a better problem-solving skills. It can also help cognitive decline and reduce the risk of mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. So why not try some of these tips into your daily life and you might be surprised at how much of a difference it can make for your overall health and well-being. I have included some quotes that I wanted to share that I found on the internet about this dimension of wellness For instance, John F. Kennedy once said, physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to a healthy body, but is also the basis of dynamic and creative intellectual activity. Similarity, similarity, no, similarly, Albert Einstein famously stated, intellectual growth should commence at birth and cease only at death. The concept of intellectual dimension of wellness was developed by Dr. Bill Hedlier. His his last name's kind of spelt like Hitler, but with an E. So, Hedlier. He's the co-founder of the National Wellness Institute. I'm so sorry, that was really not okay. Um, He is co-founder of the National Wellness Institute and is widely recognized as one of the pioneers of the wellness movement. The intellectual dimension of wellness focuses on the importance of maintaining and improving cognitive function through learning, critical thinking, and problem solving. The intellectual dimension of wellness impacts us in many ways by engaging in intellectually stimulating stimulating activities. We can improve our memory, concentration, and cognitive abilities. This in turn can enhance our overall quality of life, from career success to personal relationships. So I have consulted with an expert in the field. Dr. Sarah Jones is a professor of cognitive psychology at the ATOP University and has published numerous articles and books on the topic of cognitive function and learning. Dr. Jones recommends several practical tips and strategies for incorporating the intellectual dimension of wellness into daily life. First, she suggests setting aside time for reading, whether it's a book or a news article. She also recommends trying new hobbies that challenge the mind, such as learning a new language or taking up chess. Finally, she suggests that engaging in critical thinking exercises, such as debating on a topic with a friend or writing a persuasive essay, can have benefits of implementing a improved cognitive function, enhanced creativity, and better your problem-solving skills. Additionally, engaging in intellectual, intellectually stimulating activities can reduce the risk of cognitive decline later in life. So listeners, challenge your mind and incorporate the intellectual dimension of wellness into your daily routine for a more fulfilling life. In this last segment, I will be answering questions from our listeners about the intellectual dimension of wellness and how it relates to women's health. 
I will also be offering additional tips and resources to help you incorporate this dimension. The first question is, how can I fit intellectual stimulation into a busy schedule? This is a great question. One practical tip is to break up your learning into smaller chunks. Instead of trying to read an entire book in one setting, sitting, try reading a chapter or two during your lunch break or your commute. You can also listen to audiobooks or podcasts while doing other tasks like exercising or cooking. For me, whenever I go to the gym, I love to put in my AirPods and listen to... Um, dang, I'm, I'm really not remembering the name right now of this podcast. I'm going to find both of them. I've been listening to like two or three during my workout. I also like to listen to music as well, but... The first one I like to listen to is New Mindset Who This by Case Kenny. He's amazing. His podcasts are pretty short too, so it's like a quick listen. Um, and I'm still able to like do a bunch of other stuff and not be completely consumed. I also love Note to Self by Peyton Sartan. And then The Highest Self Podcast with Sahara Rose. I've also been trying to listen to the AG University, um, a school from the cosmos. This girl's from Florida. Her podcast is great. I would recommend it as well. She has a lot of beautiful topics that she covers. And I don't know, I feel completely after I listen to any of those podcasts, I want to like spark a conversation with someone and like talk to them. I'm like, how, like, what do you think about this? <laughs> but question two, can you recommend any specific exercises or techniques for improving your cognitive function? Absolutely. One technique that has been shown to improve cognitive, cognitive function is brain training. This involves completing exercises and activities that challenge your brain, such as cross, cross, Dang, I'm really doing this. I'm speaking... <sighs> I gotta remember to breathe. But such as crossword puzzles, Sudoku, or even video games that are designed for cognitive training. Another great option is to practice mindfulness meditation, which we, if you missed, was in last week's episode. Um... This has shown to improve focus, attention, and overall performance. Are there any resources that you can recommend for further learning and intellectual stimulation? And I say, of course, yes. There are so many great resources online, such as taking online courses on platforms like Coursei, Coursar, Courser A. It's spelled like course and then RA or Udemy, as well as free educational resources like Khan Academy or TED Talks. I love TED Talks. Um, you can also check out your local library for free access to books, audiobooks, or any other resources on a variety of topics. So thank you guys for turning in, tuning into this segment of Lust for Life. Remember, incorporating the intellectual dimension of wellness in your daily life can have numerous benefits. And I don't know, 
it can really change your life, in my opinion. But as we come to the end of today's episode, I want to take a minute to recap some key points we discussed about intellectual dimension of wellness. We define this dimension as encompassing our mental and cognitive abilities and discuss the importance of lifelong learning and intellectual stimulation for personal growth and development. We also explored how this dimension relates to women's health and the impact of gender inequality on the topic. Additionally, I provided practical tips and strategies for incorporating the intellectual dimension of wellness into your daily life, including engaging in intellectually stimulating activities, learning new skills or languages, and challenging one's self with new experiences. Remember, by prioritizing this dimension, we can improve our cognitive function, boost creativity, and enhance our overall quality of life. Thank you for tuning in to Lust for Life, and don't forget to join us every Thursday at 4.20 p.m. Eastern Time for new episodes. We love your feedback and your suggestions for future topics and episodes. Stay healthy and continue to strive for a balanced and fulfilling life. Remember to live with lust for life. Bye.